Something you've been waiting for. The House Appropriations Committee released its defense spending bill for 2020. It's not what the White House wanted. The democratically controlled panel engineered a significantly lower number than the Trump administration is calling for. Thus, the bill sets the stage for a sequestration showdown in October. Federal News Network Scott Massioni joins me with the details. Scott, I guess let's start with the beginning. How far apart are they? Well, they're not crazy far apart, but it, it, there's a few nuances to it. So the bill itself is $690.2 billion. The Trump administration asked for $750 billion. So that sounds like a big uh, difference, but there's actually a little bit more that fills in that gulf. There's $10 billion within military construction, which is a separate bill, and then another $33 billion in an energy and water bill, which is part of the defense budget. So you add all that together, they have about a $17 billion difference. Um, it's something that the Trump administration probably isn't going to be happy about, but it's also something that will still fund the military pretty heavily, and it's still a $16 billion increase compared to last year's budget. And that $17 billion, what is it that the House has withdrawn from what the Trump administration wanted? Or did they start from scratch with their own numbers? Right. Well, it's mostly it follows the same uh, guidelines that the administration put out. A lot of the procurement and personnel numbers are only about a billion or two off from each other. And that, you know, when you're talking about defense money, really isn't a lot of money. But uh, the big difference really comes within in two areas. One is the operations and maintenance. There's about a $20 billion difference in the way that they spent that, and then actually about $25 billion. And then the other area is what has been contentious throughout this whole uh, cycle, which is the border wall funding. The Trump administration asked for about $10 billion for border wall funding and to keep troops down in the southern border. The, obviously, the Democrats are not too excited about that and have taken that out. In fact, not only have they taken it out, but have restricted using defense funds for that very purpose. And they've also sort of chastised the Trump administration. Uh, in their request, they asked to make the reprogramming authority up to $9.5 billion. Instead, they've capped it at $1.5 billion. That keeps more congressional oversight over how the White House will be able to move funds within the Defense Department after it's been appropriated. And that's basically so that they can't do what they've already done earlier this year, which is take money out of other programs and use it to build parts of the wall. But it sounds as if the fundamental desire for military spending is, well, fundamentally there. It is. And and I, I don't think that anyone is really too uh, concerned that the Defense Department isn't going to get the money that it needs to uh, stay ready and to work in a near-peer environment. In fact, uh, Adam Smith, who's the House Armed Services Committee chairman, said earlier this year he thought 733 would be a reasonable compromise between what the Trump administration wanted and what the Democrats felt uh, they could give and, and Congress itself. And, you know, one of the things that he said was that if you take out the $10 billion in emergency spending for the wall, well, you're almost more than halfway there in between the 750 and the 733. So this is still a significant increase for defense. It's also a budget that the Defense Department wants to use to increase research and development, which is sort of on their, their wish list of things to do in building uh, building the, the military to fight in this near-peer competition against China and Russia. That includes investing in hypersonics. It includes investing in long-range precision uh, weapons and things like that. And it also means putting more money in the military lab so that they can go ahead and fool around and come up with new ideas that maybe no one's even thought of yet. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni, and 
in the procurement accounts, what about ships and planes and tanks and all that kind of stuff? Are there pretty close agreement between the White House and what the committee has come up with? One of the things that it funds is uh, 90 F-35s. That's 12 more than what was actually requested. Uh, some of the other things are 73 Black Hawk helicopters. That's, that's 15 more than requested. Um, and then there's also $21.7 billion to procure 11 Navy ships. That's going to push the Navy toward that 350 uh, ship goal that they have for the uh, fairly near future. And when you mention, again, this is a Democratic House Appropriations Committee, did the Republicans on that committee go along with this? Is this a bipartisan proposal? This was a mostly bipartisan proposal. I think one of the issues that, that is going to be coming up mostly and one of the things that I think Congress and the executive branch together are uh, going to be fighting about is the uh, the sequestration option of this, which is the the fact that the Trump administration tried to basically put as much money as it could within the emergency spending accounts, which are not part of sequestration. They're not part of the BCA caps and therefore did not go over the sequestration caps and trigger sequestration. Congress obviously didn't like that very much. And so they put took that money and put it back in the base budget. What that does, if this bill keeps moving forward and, and the Senate also continues with its um, with with the same vein of thinking is it's going to force Congress and the White House to really think about how they're going to deal with the budget in the future for 20 and 2020, 2021. That means that they're going to have to come to a budget deal of some sort to raise those sequestration caps, or they're going to end up with sequestration or possibly another shutdown um, in October. All right. Now, this is the Appropriations Committee. What's next? Because there's the whole Congress that has to vote on it. And will the some of the various far left, far right members of the both parties, will they go along with what the Appropriations Committee has come up with? Or is there more fighting and wrangling left in the House itself yet? Well, I think there's a good bit of, of fighting that's going to be happening. Obviously, this border wall issue is, is not finished yet. The Senate is Republican held. Jim Inhofe is the Senate Armed Services Committee leader, and he is from a deeply Republican state. Uh, Senator Corwin, who is the senator from Texas, is in charge of the Appropriations Committee in the Senate, also uh, a border state. So, uh, you know, it's states that are highly interested in the immigration issue. So that's going to be something to look out for to see if, if that money makes it in on the Senate side. There's also the Senate Appropriations Bill that needs to come out. And then the democratically held House Armed Services Committee, where uh, Representative Smith will probably want none, nothing to do with the, uh, the border wall funding, as I said before. So uh, there's still three other committees that have their hands in this, plus two houses of Congress and a president. So there's a lot more to go before we have an actual top line number. And, uh, you know, there could be a lot of movement around. But this is the first step that is a harbinger for the possibility of sequestration or a budget deal. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.